Oh, hello, weary travelers. Come on in. It looks like the bod is about to begin. I'll pour the ales over the stories, fables, and tales about the bards, battle axes, and bows taking out their ferocious foes. Just take a listen to the tales that we spin here at the Carriage Rest Inn. Previously on Carriage Rest Tales. The Festival of Lights was undermined by a perfectly timed attack. The tan robes attacked the order and citizens around the festival concert, their target appearing to be our favorite tabaxi bard. Meanwhile, a large rift opened directly over the Academy of Light, and the Colossal tried to break free. The tan robes succeeded in capturing Gnomus, but the hero of Black Bay Harbor, Benson Hartman, stepped up again, and with help from the Harbinger himself, defended the city single-handed. What happened to Gnomus? Why was Woods arrested? Oh, yeah. Is Benson okay? Find out now on this week's episode of Carriage Rest Tales. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Carriage Rest Tales. I'm your host and one of the Dungeon Masters, and to my right, we have... Um, we have Sam, who just remembered that Woods was arrested, so thank you so much for that recap. Uh, hey guys, I'm Sam, and I play Woods, and I'm currently arrested. Uh, hey guys, this is Nick. I play Vasto, the half-orc barbarian. Hey everyone, this is Ryan. Uh, hopefully, I get to play Gnomus today as he went through a rift. If not, maybe more of the Blue Oyster Cult. I don't know. but Yeah, maybe you get to play today. Maybe. We'll see. That'd be fun. We'll see. And I am your uh, bardist with the lardist. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't John. sound. I don't. So you're no. definitely not a bard. Yeah. <laughs> There's <laughs> only room at the table for one bard. Yeah, you're well, not the, it, John. The, and I don't the, know the where meta he bard. is. The meta bard. <laughs> the meta bard. Yes. Meta, maybe not. Meta yeah, the, not. The meta bard, John from Boston. While we're waiting for Benson to regain consciousness, Vaso, what are you doing? Uh, I'm just. I'm hanging out by him, and you know, just hoping that he survived. You know, just. just you know he's he's got this attachment to Benson now, and he he doesn't want to leave his side. So he's uh, you know, right right now that's that's the only thing that matters, just being by his uncle. Yeah, you would notice that he is definitely stable. He's just not regaining consciousness right away. So I'd say every once in a while, since the horse stables are kind of right next to the infirmary, probably every once in a while you just go do a quick walk over there, be next to the wildlife, and kind of re- recharge a little bit. Mm-hmm. And on one of these walks, you notice that the statue of the Harbinger was actually damaged in the attack. Notably, what you kind of notice is that basically like the top left part of the Harbinger statue was damaged. Maybe like he's missing an arm and a shoulder. What you notice, though, that stands out to you is the statue is hollow, which you would have expected it to be solid all the way through. But before you can really like investigate further, you hear that Benson's starting to kind of stir and wake up. So you probably get pulled back into that room. Mm-hmm. And does Benson have any words when he wakes up? Uh, I think his first one is, ow. <laughs> uh, who's, who's in the room when Benson wakes up? I would say Dr. Graves is probably in there and you would see Vasa walking back in after he heard you kind of stirring around. Benson, you, you're awake. Uh Hey, Doc. Vasso. Hey, Uncle what, Benny. Uh, what, what'd you call him? Uncle Benny. What is the Uncle best? Benny. Uh, yeah. How are you feeling? How are right. you feeling, Uncle Benny? Uh, 
Well, to tell you the truth, son, I've been better. Uh, what, uh, my, my memory's a, a little fuzzy. What, what happened? You, 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 um, you got like all those gold crystals and you turned into this, like this creature that just took out all of the Denoa. It was, it was amazing. How'd you do that? I, uh, I don't, I'm not, I don't remember very well. The last thing I remember was, did the, I think the Harbinger talk to me. Yeah, he, he said, um, I, I heard him too. He, he said that he was going to give you like powers or something to, that you needed to use to defend, um, to help defend the city. Uh, that must have been what happened. I guess it, uh, I guess it took its toll. And you look now, and uh, we mentioned it before, but to remind you, Benson is missing two of his limbs. Yeah, uh, hit one, an arm and a leg are both just gone. And when when they found him, he was not like bleeding or anything. It looked like there there was no wound there. It looked like they had almost never been there. It's like yeah, you. Uh, <laughs> what happened to do you? Know what happened to your arm and leg? Or I think I. Uh, I think I burned him away. I think that power that the Harbinger gave me, I think it needed a fuel source. I don't know, though. I'm, I ain't the doc. And Benson looks up at Dr. Graves. Who says, hmm, I, I didn't know the Harbinger himself spoke to you, Benson. That's remarkable. And certainly explains how you were able to do, well, what you did. Yeah, it was amazing. You were flying everywhere. Like you're like a I don't know, like a like a superhero or something. Oh, I wish I wish I could remember more about it, but uh, like I said, the last thing I remember was the Harbinger's voice. Benson, I I'm gonna go and give Ashton a call. I think they can help me just come up with some prosthetic replacements for your your arm and your leg. Thanks, Doc. I'd really appreciate that. And Dr. Graves leaves the room, and it's just uh, you, Vaso, and Benson. And uh, just uh, for, for a point of clarification, you, you called Benson Uncle Benny in front of Dr. Graves. Had you mentioned your uh, revelation <laughs> to anybody prior to that? Because I don't think you'd had a chance to tell anybody. Yeah, I haven't told many people. I don't know if, um, if it may have slipped out. Did I tell Woods? I thought you told Woods. Um, when we... Yeah, I think so. When okay, I, I like picked you up, I was like carrying you back to. Yeah, I did. Yeah, and you told me, and yeah. I was like, "Wait, what?" Like, yeah. Well, I guess uh, it that, probably that was, it, was the first time Doctor Graves heard that. So when you said that, she probably gave you a very <laughs> incredulous look. <laughs> Is there anything Vasa wants to discuss, particularly with Benson? Um, you know, I not not really. I mean, I you know, I think. Just making sure that he's okay, and you know, like, is there? Is there? So I'm, I'm gonna ask Uncle Benny. Hey, hey, Uncle Benny, is there anything I can do for you? Is there what? Is, is there anything you need right now? Uh, I don't know if there's anything you can do for me at this point, Vaso, but I appreciate it. Listen, thank you for everything. Uh, you know, it's just this is really putting some things into perspective for me, and well. We're family, and even though we just figured that out, I think we got to treasure what we got. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, Uncle Benny. I'm I'm glad I found you, even though I've known you for a while. <laughs> you can uh, 
you you can just call me Benson and like like usual if if you prefer. It's I I like the nod of Uncle Benny, but we don't. It's up to you, whatever you're comfortable with. Okay, I'll 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 just call you I'll just call you Benson if that Unk. what you want. Just call him Uncle. <laughs> Some time passes as you guys are just chatting, and Ashton comes and talks with Benson and takes some measurements of where. Benson's legs or arms were, or at least where they used to be. And then they excuse themselves and go start working on said prosthetics. They do say that for now, it's just going to be something temporary so that Benson can get up and moving around because Damien is really the one that's going to craft the final product being as he's the artificer and will be a little bit more advanced than what Ashton's able to do at this point. When Ashton did come to talk with Benson, they also brought a present for Vasum, which is your lightning axe. They finally got it finished. Oh, I forgot about that. Yay. That was like eight episodes ago. <laughs> I was like, Wait, as soon as you said you Ashton, were promised. I was like, oh, my fancy bow. They said it was going to be ready by the end of the festival. It's now after the festival. So right they, on, they were right so on time. Prompt, right? So <laughs> prompt. There's a big gaping hole in the sky, but like, let's deliver these magic deliver items. On time. You know, I said by the end of the festival, by it. golly, it's happening. Here we go. So Vasa, do you want to tell us what your lightning axe does for the listener? Yeah. So I can cast lightning breath once per short rest. Does two things. Okay. Sorry. That was the second thing that I just read. But the first thing is I can cast thunderclap. Um, at will, um, I can create a burst of thunderous sound that can be heard up to a hundred feet away. Each creature within range other than myself, um, must succeed a constitution saving throw or take one D six thunder damage. Fancy. As Benson and Vaso are catching up and Vaso is looking over his lightning axe, a police officer that's not a member of the order appears and says, Vaso, can you come with me? We have a couple of questions for you. Um, yeah, uh, sure, sure. It's like, hey, uh, uh, Uncle, uh, I mean, Benson, I, I got to go. Uh, I'll, I'll be back. Thanks, Vaso. Do what you got to do. Okay. All right, so you're going to follow this police officer. Seeing as they're not part of the order, they're not going to stay in the order light, but they're going to lead you down to the Lewiston District, which is kind of the district where... The warehouses are at, so it's not as many people. And what you see as you're walking there, you see a little hand-painted sign that says Black Bay Harbor's Prison. And you're actually going to walk into the building next to that one. And the police officer is going to lead you to a small room with a single table and two chairs. Please, please have a seat. He's going to like cautiously, like he's looking around, like just what is going on. And it's like, um, sir, can you can you tell me what's going on? What what this is about? Oh, we just have a couple of questions for you. It's just basically a standard procedure at this point. You're not in trouble at all or anything. It's just we're trying to gain information, and we think you have some useful information for us. Okay. Yeah, sure. Okay, ask away. So the police officer will take the seat next to you, and they pull out a piece of notepad and a pencil. Vaso, I think it here says here, the farmer's son, thanks for coming. Um, may I ask you a few questions? Um, Sure. But I feel like I need to get a lawyer. No, okay, just, no, go ahead. Sure. Um, well, just to get us started, um, what does the order mean to you? The order of light. What does that mean to you, Vaso? I'm sorry, are you a reporter of some sort, or? 
No, no, I'm just a police officer. The order has hired me to look into something for them. It's relating to the... Wait, the order has hired you? Yes. Okay, that's strange. I'd never heard of that, but okay. Um, well, the, the order means everything to me. I'm ready to devote my life to it. Oh, that's very noble of you. Thank you for that. Um, what can you tell me about your teammates, Nomis and Woods? Oh, they're they're awesome. They're they're my team. They're they're practically family now. They're they're practically family to you. Um, but I've been led to believe that Woods has harmed you a number of times. Hey, you know, s- sibling love. You know, what, what? I mean, can you explain that a little bit more? Well, I mean, it's unintentional. Like she didn't mean to do that. <laughs> she didn't mean to shoot me with a bow and arrow. Multiple times, though. She 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 needs to work on her marksmanship. So yeah, you would think the ranger would be a little more accurate. That's kind of alarming. Um, but okay, thank you. Um, just a couple more questions. Can you confirm your whereabouts five days ago? For yourself, this would be the day that you guys were at the giving of thanks day. Yeah, we were in Thindra, uh visiting a friend of the order's grandma. We were we were helping her out. With there, she, there was a thief there trying to steal her food. So we were we were helping her oh. catch the thief. Did you did you catch the thief? Um, we scared, or I mean, we didn't catch anybody. But um, while we were there, we noticed that there wasn't anybody stealing anything. So I guess they noticed us and ran away. Okay. And was Woods with you during this whole time? Yes. So you can you're an alibi for Woods during this whole event. Yes, and you're you're sure of this. Yes. Okay. Um, well, we have it from a reliable source that Woods was missing from you guys for about a, a day during the actual festival. No, she was she was with us the whole time. So. Okay, I guess I'll have to reconfirm with my source. That's really all the questions I have for you, Vaso. Thank you uh, for your cooperation. Sure. Thank you. And then they will lead you back to the Order of Light, back to Benson. Um, Okay, so Sam the player is, like, so proud of you, like, because (laughs) you lied. And, like, I, you, like, lied to protect Mm -hmm. us. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're my teammate, even though I I have problems with you. Oh, like, like. Tears, like I'm, I'm literally welling over here. She is. I can vouch for that. Yeah, like <laughs> I'm so so now I feel now I feel bad when you listen to my episode. Great. All right, we're going to switch scenes to woods. Finally, you find yourself in a prison cell, and the person in the cell next to you has a tan robe and is kind of acting a little bit strange, and you know just from the snippets you've been able to put together of this person's speech, that they are the person that Bailey had captured the infamous day here. Okay. What are you feeling like when you're in this jail cell? Um, Woods is super confused. Uh, I have a couple of questions. Do I have anything on me? They would have stripped you of your weapons and stuff like that, so you just have normal prison garbs. Do I have like my satchel and my my original clothing, or did they like change me into like prison robes? They would have changed you into prison robes. Okay, so she's hungry because her snacks aren't <laughs> with her. Um, she's really confused. the The cell I'm in is it like a barred cell or walls on the side? Like what? Describe what I'm looking at. So the prison cell is basically. 
25 jail cells in this whole block. Okay. There's 12 on each side and then a larger one at the end. Okay. And you find yourself just in a standard size jail cell. So what would that be like 10 feet by 10 feet? Sure. Um, <laughs> Never been. <laughs> but are they like solid walls or like? Barred walls. Barred walls. So I can see all the, I can see everything. Yep. There'd be a solid wall in the back. Okay. For like where the exterior yeah. of the building is. Yeah. And yeah, then the everything else is barred walls. Yep. <clears throat> Uh, yeah, she's kind of freaking out, like has zero clue why she's there, but almost feels like it's going to be a mistake, like whatever reason she's there. So she's like, OK, this is going to get sorted out kind of a deal. I think that's where she's at. Are you going to interact with the person in the cell next to you? No. Based on her interactions with the tan robed people, she just feels like it's going to end up. Has she interacted personally with them or no? You have not. Oh, OK, well, then let's let's interact. Um, uh, hey, hey, uh, robe guy. Hey, you. Hello? Uh, hey, um, wait. Hey, your, your people took my friend. Your. No, miss. Friend, no, miss. Yeah, where did they take him? I, I can't, I can't tell you that. I think you could tell me that. I can't, I. Wouldn't you feel better if you told me? It's probably but eating you alive. No. No, there are there are much bigger th- things eating me alive. Tell me about much them. Much bigger concern. But but you can see them. Well, point them out I, so I know the, what they I, are. You you can see the truth. Okay. You're well, you're full. Is it the light? Is that Your, and your she's soul gonna... is complete. You can see the truth like I can. How does it not drive you mad? Wait, is this it? And she's going to um, cast, I guess, rifts, whatever it is that casts a little bit of light coming out of her. Is that rifts? No, it? no, the the fundamental truth of the world. You, you can see it. I can see. Yeah. Okay. So you don't know where Nomis is? I cannot tell you. Do you know why you're here? I am here because... The world is not whole. No, and like we need to to complete it. Who's we? We, the seers of truth, truth seers. The, we who understand the truth of this world. The truth seers. You're you're a truth seer. We see the truth of this world as it is. What? Not what is the truth? Not the lie that has is pervaded it, this society. Is it different from Dorma? Quiet, quiet down there. Quiet down there. I need... And then you turn in, there's like a guard that's been trying to get your attention for a while. She's, My attention? Uh, yeah, your attention. Uh-huh. I, sir, please step back. I need to collect woods and um, I got to take her with me. Um, listen, I'm just going to turn back to the hooded figure. Mr. Truth, seer, we're not done with this conversation. You can see the truth. Okay. Sounds good. And she's like super patronizing to him because she's just like, this guy is wackadoo. Go ahead. See it. Understand as I do. He's shouting at you at this point Uh because you're leaving yourself. But go ahead and roll a perception check. Nine. All right. You can tell that the guard that came to get you is kind of freaked out and nervous around that guy, which is kind of surprising to you since they are a guard at a prison and a prisoner is kind of scaring them a little bit. Okay. But they are going to lead you basically in that same vicinity as I just described for Vaso. So you leave 
the little jail cell area and you see the hand painted sign that says Black Bay's Prison. Okay. They take you next door. And before they open the door for you, the guard turns to you and says, Damien requested your presence, but unfortunately, I need to keep your shackles on you. I'm, I'm kind of sorry about that. So I'm going to check your shackles and make sure okay. they're all tight and everything. And then they're going to open the door. And when they open the door, you see Vaso is already sitting in one of the chairs. Ha- Hi, uh, what? And then they escort you in and they close the door behind you. What's happening? Why, what's, why am I, why, what is happening? I don't know. I mean, they're, they're asking about our trip to grandma's place. What? Why? I don't know. They, they said they think that you were missing, but I told them, I told them that I was with you the whole time. Yeah. I was, because I was with you the whole time. Yeah. And I told them that we were trying to find a thief that we never found, but. Yeah, they the, never they could they never came it was, back. I think it was like a fox. It was the, with the chickens. Yeah, or the turkey or whatever it was. I love that we're on the same page. She's like giving him all the eyes. Um. Okay. Yeah, I definitely wasn't missing. What is they, okay? Why, it has why, to be a mistake. Why do they have you in shackles? I don't know. Look, they took all my things. Look at these, and what? I'm starving. Please tell me you have some trail mix on you or blueberries, beef I'm, leather. I'm. S- um. Uh, yeah, Basso doesn't have anything. <laughs> That's it. We're officially. He just, he just doesn't have anything. <laughs> like new. He, he's like he's like checking his pockets. Like he wants to have something. Like I, yeah, he does. New party rule. Everyone's gonna have backup snacks on them in case we're in oh, this yeah. ever in this situation again. <laughs> in case we're ever arrested and stripped of all of our food. Um, I just don't understand. Like they said, Damien's coming. This has to be a mistake. Like surely he's gonna get us out of this or me out of this. Like I. It's just, I don't know what's going on. Does the, I mean, the police, do they have like. Jurisdiction? Like, yeah, are we above what, them? Yeah. Like, do we know We're anything about order. that? Like, what? and she's just getting really <laughs> confused and very like, like this has to be a huge mistake. As you guys are saying that, Damien is going to enter. And immediately you see he has a very somber and depressed expression on his face. In his hands, you notice he is holding a pair of flying goggles. They've been slashed in half and they're smeared in blood. In his other hand, he's holding two golden shards. As he walks in and says, I'm sorry. It appears the rift that Nomis entered was an ambush. From the scene, it looks like Nomis put up a good fight, but I'm sorry to say it appears he has perished. What? Fortunately, Woods... So I'm only able to give you five minutes to say your goodbyes, but with that, I'll leave you guys with your grief and don't worry about the shards. I'll, I'll work with the order to get the shards returned to their, to their families. Wait, no, no, this is a mistake. Like he can't be dead. Yep. It's hard to, I'm, I'm sorry for your loss. No, no. Like this is a setup because he knew the people that he knew the people that went out. No, no, you can't. And he exits the room respectfully. No, like Vaso, this isn't real. Vaso is just speechless. He doesn't know what to say. Like this isn't. This is not real. Like this is absolutely not real. And um, Woods is getting really, really upset. And like a like you're gonna start to see like a like a really dense black fog cloud start emanating because she is just like so emotional and like so upset. Okay. This is not like this isn't. This is this is not real. This is not real. You need to say something because this is not real. Why are there two shards? I don't know. I mean, like it can't be Wallace's shard. Did do you know Nomis had Wallace's shard on him? He did. Maybe that's Wallace and Nomis. Is there a way outside of this conversation? Is there a way for us to discern somebody's shard? There is legend that you can tell. 
but really it hasn't really been definitely proven that you can. Um, so like some people speculate that you can, but there's no like scientific way to prove it. Um, she's going to go what the shards. They just, in my mind, they just float in the air. Sure. Is that what happens to them? They can. Yeah. I figured it's all like suspended. So she's going to walk up to one of the shards and like hold it. Can she like discern if it's him or not? <laughs> go ahead and roll an insight check. I got a crit fail. I would say you're so emotionally distraught and confused yeah. that you're not able to tell. You're not even sure that you're holding a shard. Yeah. I'm just, this is not real. This absolutely is not real. Like this isn't, we're going, we're going and she looks Vaso dead in the face. We're going to Dorma. I got to heal first. That's <laughs> She holds up her arm. I have, like, I have like two hit points. She's spoken like a true barbarian. Like I can't, I'll I can't do go it, nothing. but I got to heal first. <laughs> I got to heal first. She like holds up her wrists that are bound together. Yeah, clearly this needs to be taken care of, <laughs> but we're going because I don't believe it. It's not true. Like he's not dead. He's okay. not. He's okay. not dead. About five minutes goes by as you guys are having this conversation, and the guard that had escorted you here reenters the room with a couple of others. And they come over, two of them grab up the golden shards and leave the room with them, and then the other one will grab you by your shackles and start leading you back to your jail cell. And no one has explained to me why I'm here yet. Not yet. I just, this is, she's just gonna keep like, this isn't real. Like, it's not real. And then Vasa, they just say, when you're ready, you can leave, sir. Um, yeah. Can I speak to somebody about Woods here? Sure. And they'll lead you to like a supervisor or something. We're not going to, we don't have to role play that one because it's nothing's going to happen from it. Okay. Um, I'm just going to be like, why, why is she arrested? Yeah. And they're not going to give you any information yet since it's an ongoing investigation. Okay. Uh, and then I'm going to, I don't know. I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I don't know what to do. Like, I, I like, <laughs> So Woods, they don't actually take you to your jail cell. Instead, they just brought you across the hall to another room where there is a small single desk with two chairs on either side. And they have you sit in there and they kind of let you sit in there for about 20 minutes so you can basically calm yourself. They saw that huge fog glass that you casted and they're like, she probably needs some time. And then about 20 minutes later, a, another officer comes walking in. This officer seems to be a little more senior rank you're not super familiar with the like rank symbols on the police uniforms because they're not the same as the order but he's a little bit higher rank and he comes in and sits down opposite from you and just stares you dead in the eye um she's gonna stare right back like stone like she is pissed she is scared she is sad like but she's mostly just angry. Melwood Del Rey, do you know why you're here? I haven't the slightest clue. Does the name Truthseers mean anything to you? Honestly, the guy in the cell next to me just told me what they were. So just it means told you. It means guy some, in the cell next to you just told you. That's some a babbling that guy in very a row. Convenient. Some babbling guy in a row. Oh, we know. We know who your friend is. He fr friend. No, my friend is the person that they kidnapped and took to the other side and evidently killed. That's who my friend is. My friend is the other guy that was in the room across from me. Those are my friends. The dude in the robe, not my friend. How long have you been working with their organization, Miss Delray? Well, the Order of Light? Because I've been with the Order of Light for... Don't play games uh, with me. I'm not playing games with you. The Truth Seers. 
How long have you been working with them? Zero time. Did they approach you? Did or were you a spy from your first day in the order? A spy? No. What I happened don't... with Nomis, Melwood? I just told you. He was kidnapped and taken through a rift that I couldn't follow. Do you have any brilliant other questions you'd like to ask me? Did you plan to kill Nomis the whole time? Excuse me? You know he's dead. Damien just he, told you that. First of all, I'm ago. telling you right now, he's not dead. I don't know what you think it is. I, uh, he's not dead. How many more members of the order do you plan on killing? Zero. Because I didn't kill Nomis. And I'm not in the stupid seer truth situation that you think I'm am. Is that why you pushed your friend through the rift? What are you talking about? Nomis was kidnapped through the rift. We had a witness account says you pushed him through the rift on stage. Oh, really? You had a witness through all the fog that said I pushed him through. That's brilliant. Who was this person? Interesting. When was it that the sun Interesting that you can't even tell me you. who this person is. The identity of the witness is currently classified because of its it's made up. investigation. It's this made is up. standard protocol. Oh, because it's made up. Because I don't know, because you have no other person, and I'm the only actual person that was there because all of your guards were nowhere to be found. All these hooded figures come in, and they're nowhere to be found. Where was the police during the festival? That's really interesting. A huge festival, and there's not a single policeman. You just li li leave it up to the guard, the order of light, to do your work. That's really interesting. She's pissed. When was it that the sun goddess first turned her back on you? The sun goddess has never turned her back on me, first of all. You said in your first interview with the Order that you spoke with the moon goddess, Lucha. Correct. You know two goddesses can speak to one person. It doesn't yes, mean that one is turned- the sun goddess and the moon goddess are sort of diametrically opposed. Well, maybe. I don't know. I don't have those answers. If I had those answers, I probably wouldn't be sitting here, would I? See, the funny thing about the moon goddess, the sun goddess, one of those is light, the other one's dark. Okay. Do you have these same conversations with Benson? I didn't think so. It's not a big deal. What goddess speaks to me, what goddess doesn't speak to me. I'm not a part of the seers. I didn't kill my friend. I'm not planning on killing anyone else, and I'm not a spy. Any other brilliant questions, sir? Just one. Can you count for your whereabouts five days ago? Yeah, I can. I was in Findra. Findra. was in Findra with Nomis and Amelia and Vaso and Amelia's grandmother and this really big looking dude. We were at a festival. Hmm. Yeah, there was about, What'd I don't know, What did you do with the thief when you caught him? We never caught the thief. And Amelia's grandmother's a little senile. So we went there. She said something about her chickens or her turkeys disappearing. It was probably a fox. But, like, she puts salt when she should be putting sugar in her recipes. So if that's your witness, good luck. The police officer just nods along with the last thing you said. And uh, he says, you know, we heard a couple things about the, I think it was the Giving of Thanks Day Festival in Fender a few days ago. Amelia tells us you had quite the appetite at dinner that evening, and you spent the whole day eating. Yeah, I spend every day eating because that's what mm. I do. I have a high caloric intake because I work out so much. Protein's mm. really yeah, important. Yeah, you spent the day eating uh, separated from your teammates. Is that right? I 
Yeah, that is Funny right. Funny how you ended up on your own and then had such a big appetite for dinner when you got back. You know what's also funny? If you would have done some, I don't know, actual investigation work, you probably would have went to Vindra and hunted down all the people and they would have told you that, yeah, there was an elf with an afro who ate hot melted cheese, who ate fried Oreos and a turkey leg. But you probably didn't do any of that work, did you? You're just going on hearsay. <sighs> Do you want me to recount every booth I was at and tell you exactly what I ate? Because I can do that, and I probably could even tell you the name of every single person that I chatted with. That won't be necessary. Oh, good. The police officer stands up and goes to leave the room, and he turns around before he opens the door, and he says, Last chance. Anything anything you want to say to me? Yeah, it'd be really great if you took these off my wrists and let me go, because I'm pretty positive I'm innocent, I'm pretty positive you have nothing but hearsay to hold me on. And I'm also pretty positive I'm a member of the Order of Light. So I'm pretty sure that ranks a little bit higher than you. Enjoy the rest of your stay in our uh, in our jail, Miss Delray. We'll be speaking again soon. Enjoy your donuts and coffee there. <laughs> um after, Sorry, I was really heated. <sighs> you're fine. After <laughs> after which kind of calms down a bit, another guard will come and actually bring you to your jail cell. Over about the next week, Woods, you would be continually being asked questions from various different investigators. Okay. During that week, though, Vaso, you have been assigned to kind of patrol the city and assist the citizens with getting their lives on track. Is there any um, real quick? Uh, Woods, I'm sorry, Mike. No, you're fine. But Woods, give me a uh, a deception roll. Yeah. Oh my god. Da, 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 da. Deception. I got a seven. Well, I guess uh, in all of your questioning, I'm sure the topic will come up because you did speak to Damien about the truth of what happened in Fendra, and the people that are interrogating you never actually bring it up but i assume that you are trying to hide that during these investigations the um like the whole doppelganger situation yeah in like carmine prime yeah 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 i definitely am not yeah so that's what your deception role was for just now oh good a 7 that's great yeah so those interrogations go on and they they just keep drilling you, and they clearly are not satisfied with the responses that they're getting. I'm going to note the entire week I'm going to be more like a bee in Krabby because I'm not getting my normal amount of food intake, so I am hangry. And I keep asking for food, and I keep asking for extra food, and like they're not giving it to me. So like the, as the week progresses, I'm getting nastier. Yeah, and I think like throughout those investigations, you start to be inconsistent with yourself, even if you don't entirely mean to be, and they just drill in on those inconsistencies, and it's it ends up just you feel very, very stressed out by the end of this week. Yeah, definitely super stressed. She didn't lie. She's never lied. Um, she hasn't lied. She just didn't... They haven't asked her about... Whatchamacallit? We didn't find the person stealing the chicken. <laughs> Wasn't a person. No, it wasn't a person. Oh, okay. It was a dorma situation that floated away. Technicalities. <laughs> so there you go. All right. That, that's an order business. That, yeah, that's <laughs> above their pay grade. That's above their pay grade. Guys, right. I'm stressed out. Oh my so gosh. So during, during that week, that's what's going on with Woods. Meanwhile, Vaso, you've been tasked with patrolling the city and assisting citizens to kind of get their life back on track from that big attack that happened. Is there anything in particular that you would be trying to focus on when you're helping the citizens? Um, just, I mean, going around, um, I guess, 
just making a presence and, you know, anything that they need help lifting or maybe help repair or something, uh, like a fence. Because I'm really good at that. You're very good at fences. But yeah, I mean, yeah, just um, patrolling the city, you know, any anything heavy lifting that I can do because, you know, I'm a big, strong Quarter orc. All right. So you're able to easily help out the citizens. And I'm going to point out something that's hard to place in a storyline. So we're just going to say, Nick, if you are in the ward of Ivana, you would notice something is off. The people of Black Bay Harbor already seem to be, quote unquote, recovered from the incidents of the previous day last week. Like it was almost instantaneous that these citizens of Black Bay Harbor were just okay after this traumatic event, Nick would find that very strange. But Vaso would just think that's normal. People just don't hold on to things. They forget things quickly and they just move on. Um, very keep calm and carry on. Okay. Yep. So it's almost like they're kind of used to being attacked and, or is that just their nature? That's just their nature of, as John put elegantly, keep calm and move on. Is it like a Pleasantville thing where they're like oblivious to kind of what's going on? Yeah, you could probably point your finger on that one. Have you seen that movie? Mm-mm. Oh, you should totally watch it. So good. So good. Like Stepford Toby Wired. Maguire and Reese Witherspoon. Yeah. Yeah, movie, it's a really good movie. The movie yeah. starts in black and white, and as they start sinning, they start turning colors, but they like don't understand what's happening. Yeah, it's a good movie. It's really good. All right. The week has gone by. And Woods, after everything is all said and done, John, do you want to release her or do you want me to release her? Someone release me? Yeah, so the same police officer that interrogated you the first time shows up and he says, Miss Del Rey, you're free to go. Huh, look at that. It's like I was innocent. I didn't say that. Okay. Shouldn't stick her arms out to like take the shackles off. He unlocks them and as he's doing it, so he says... Just because I'm letting you go doesn't mean I trust you. That's great. I don't need you to trust me. But what I do need you to do is feed your people a little bit more. This is absolutely ridiculous and a little bit of food shaming, if I don't say so myself. Hmm. I know the amount of tax money that comes to this facility. You think it would be great if there was a couple of snacks, fresh fruit, dried beef leather, just a little bit something extra. I'll speak to the warden. Oh, sure. You do that. Again, you're free to go anytime. I'm and she's already she already walked away before you even said that. Like she's gone. So as you leave, you are released back to your order of light post. Okay. But they have put you on probation. Okay. Because basically they still find that you are guilty, but they don't of have what? any have they told me of what? You were originally charged with the murder of Nomis Greytail. What? And for being a traitor to the Order of Light. However, due to a lack of physical evidence, they are no longer able to hold you, but you still are basically in their sights. The number one suspect. The number one suspect. For my friend's murder, who's not actually dead. So does when does Vaso actually find out that Woods... You probably would have found out earlier in the week... Did you bring me snacks? Were you, I was allowed visitors. I need to know. It was very yeah, important for so I, I think, yeah, I'm, I'm glad you asked that because I, I was going to, but then I heard that Woods might have murdered my buddy. No miss here. And now he's just like, he did, he, he's just. Go ahead and roll he, it. There, there's like there's something going on. Like he, he, 
He's got mixed feelings now. Like he, he doesn't know. The only thing that should be mixed are your nuts that you would have brought me. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't know what to think. Like he. Go ahead and roll a history check with advantage, Vaso. Oh, two twelves. Let me. uh, What is my history? Uh, So thirteen. So I'll say with the thirteen, and you're thinking through like, oh, Woods is arrested for maybe killing Nomis and maybe being a traitor to the order, and you start thinking back on kind of your past with her, and you start thinking things like she has shot you multiple times. Yeah. And kind of made jokes about it. And there's seemed to have been sort of distance lately between Nomis and Woods. Like Nomis was actively avoiding Woods for some reason. And then you kind of think back like, why does Woods feel welcomed in Dorma? And she even said that, you know, Shadow Carbine was nice and pleasant and she feels happy when she's in Dorma. And all these things are starting to like, that seems weird. And then the last one that you kind of remember was Woods had talked about how she was surrounded by these tan robes, but then she was just able to leave. And that seems a little suspicious also. Yeah. Because she's an excellent D&D player. <laughs> That's what she's in. A couple of days go by. You're starting to kind of get used to each other. Is Vaso and Woods going to have any conversations over these next yeah, couple of days? Yeah, absolutely. A huge one. Like the first second I see him. <laughs> I'll let you guys role play that out. Um, Woods is going to walk into the like Order of Light and I'm assuming they gave her her clothes back, right? Like she has all of her things. Yep, you'd have your stuff back. Um, and she is just like she's exhausted because all she did was like sit ups and like worked out in her cell. So she feels like super strong. There's a bunch of like testosterone running through her body, and she's starving. <laughs> so she's gonna like try to find Nomis. Nomis. Oh, no, she's sorry. <laughs> she's gonna he try to find him. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody can. Did find you him. say he's dead? <laughs> Uh, too soon. <laughs> Guys, I almost heard like crying when you came in and said Nomis was dead. Um, Oh my God. Vaso. So she's going to like try to find you, but I'll be honest, unless you are like on the way to the mess hall, she's not going out of her way to find you. Yeah. He's probably, I mean, he's going to be out, you know, on the town, just helping people okay. around. And so like, if he comes back to order, he's, he's going, he's going to bed. Okay, so I guess at some point we'll like run it. I'll eat. I'm gonna eat first, yeah. and then I'll probably go to your room and knock on your door. Okay, so buddy, Boston. hey, hey. Yeah, he gets up and he opens the door. She just like busts in, like oh, just oh my god, like I was arrested. They think I killed no miss. Did you kill him? No, did I kill? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Well, no, no. Do you, look at me. Look at me in the eyes. Do you literally think I would kill Nomis? I mean, you shot me in you shot me in the butt. Several I shot times. you in the thigh a few times in a fun little manner because you were just doing the things that we didn't need you to do. And you have to remember, like, yeah. The, but what if you shot me in the chest and the heart? That could have killed me. But I didn't. I grazed your thigh. It was more than a graze. Okay, listen, I didn't kill him. Like I did. Like you have to believe me. I did not kill him. Okay. Uh... Like, hey, hey, Woods, I'm I'm pretty tired. I've been out. Can can we talk about this some other time? I, no, I need, some I need other to go, time? I need to go to sleep. I'm tired. And yeah, I've been I, in a jail for a week some other time? I'm I'm glad you got out. I'm, you don't I'm happy seem glad. that you got out. I'm happy that you got out, but I, I really need, I'm really tired. I really awesome. Need to get I'm really too. happy that they got to you and that they have filled your mind with all of these things and made you believe that I killed our friend. 
that makes me really freaking happy. And she's going to walk away. When you're ready to be my friend again, I guess I'm across the hall. And she's going to walk back to her room and probably slam a couple of doors. When you come into your room and start slamming doors, Bonnie actually sticks her head through the bathroom and says, Hey, Woods, is everything okay? No, no. Everything is not okay. And she's going to like just sit down on the floor and cry. I guess that was kind of a stupid question. Um, Is there anything I can do? You can believe me. Like you can just, I didn't kill no miss. Like you could just kill no miss. Who? They, is that why they arrested you? That is why they arrested me. They think I killed him. I he's my friend. I Woods, I'm I'm your friend too, right? Yes. I thought okay. you were all my friends. Good. Yeah. No. I we we are. I just I just wanted to make sure things have been things have been really weird lately around here, and honestly, it's. Starting to remind me of where I grew up and well it's I'm just glad you're back. Yeah. I'm I'm glad too, but I just like I don't I don't and the she's just gonna you put her head down have and cry. A, uh, a bit of a calming conversation over a cup of tea in your dorm room. Yeah. And you don't really come to any conclusions or anything, but you do just kinda settle a little bit just from having a chance to explain everything out loud and Bonnie is not questioning everything you say like a lot of people seem to have been doing lately especially the police who've been doing it to you for a week now yeah yeah she's definitely just like drinking tea and like eating everything in sight because she's like emotionally eating she's just and she's crying like she's had some snot cries like it's there's a lot of things that are happening on the floor of her dorm room a couple of days have gone by and you'll notice that the harbinger's statue has been repaired so it looks normal again but they're also setting up a stage and kind of getting ready for a little celebration. And you hear through the grapevine that Benson, Ben Hartman, is going to receive a blessing from the Harbinger. So they are getting everything set up for this big commencement. Anything you guys are going to do before that day happens? What is like the rest of the people's attitudes towards Woods? Like, do they know that she was arrested for some reason? Do they like, is it a... Is it the hot goss? Like, what's going on? They would know that she was arrested, and you would definitely be getting the cold shoulder from people. Fantastic. So they are kind of more hesitant and wary of you in general. It continues like that, and the day of the commencement comes. Can I talk to um, Vaso? Sure. You, can, you have a couple of days before it happens, so you can talk to Vaso before it. Uh, okay, so she's going to try to approach him a little bit differently. Uh, hey, bud. Hey, Woods. Um, so we need to go find Nomis. We need to go to Dharma. I um, he's not dead. You, you you can you can go by yourself. I need to. I need to create some distance. Some distance from what? From you. I. Well, I are you Look, kidding me? N- Nomis. Nomis is dead. Nomis is not dead. He's dead. He is not dead. You weren't there. You haven't even asked me. You have legitimately not even asked me what happened. You haven't. Well, you told me. No, I didn't tell you. Yeah, you did. You were you were there with the hooded folks. Uh-huh. And there was a riff. Okay. And he went through it. Okay. Got kidnapped. Okay. And so then wait, the riff, and, wait, then then the riff, and then the riff closed. Okay, so then you're so you're skipping the part about where I killed him because you think I killed him. So at what point I, did I kill him? I didn't say that you killed him. But you I, want to create just, distance, I'm like t- you, I'm like trying, I did. What? Look, I'm just trying to accept the fact that Nomis is dead. Okay, and he was my friend. Okay, and I need I need to deal with this. So I'm not your friend. I 
I mean, <laughs> you're trying to tell me that he's still alive. He is still. You don't think he's still alive? You saw the gold shard. Uh, we saw a gold shard. A gold shard. Why would they lie to us? Because they can't find him. Because there's more secrets wrapped up in Dorma. You know about this. You know about the doppelgangers. You know about Carmine. You know about the I've whole- I've been on the other side. It's scary, it's scary as hell. Yeah. Okay. So exactly. You think they want people to know about that? You think they want people to know? I think people already do know that it's no, scary people, on the other side. People don't know. <laughs> I think that's pretty clear. I, no, they're hiding something and they're covering it up. And it's really easy to make me look like the Patsy. And then they give, they wrap it all up in a bow. But that's cool. If you want to believe that, that's cool. Then I guess we're not friends. And she's going to walk away. All right. <clears throat> The day of the big commencement arrives. Everybody is standing out in the crowd, which is in the center of the airfield, and the stage is in front of the statue of the Harbinger. Designer Rayfire addresses the crowd, which you guys know he's the High Lord Commander, so he's like the top person in this facility. My fellow brothers and sisters, the order is strengthened by your commitment, by your loyalty and dedication to the protection of the people of Ivano. May you always be the light in the darkness. Today we celebrate our champion, the one who shines the brightest of us all. Today we gather to celebrate the hero of Black Bay Harbor, Benson Ben Hartman. Please stand and take a knee. Our God and protector, the Harbinger of Creation, wishes to address you personally. At this point, the doors at the back of the room open and in steps the most incredible figure that you've ever seen. And it's hard to describe visually exactly what you're seeing, but it is a very tall humanoid form that seems to be made of solidified light, but not light that is bright and blinding. It's just almost like a bioluminescent organism, but softer. And the figure proceeds to the front of the room and addresses Benson and the rest of the crowd there. Benson Hartman. My most devoted and faithful soldier, you have yet again defended this great city from the clutches of darkness. Your spirit and loyalty are beacons of light, shining brightly for all to see. A lighthouse guiding the way for all those lost or in despair. His speech continues, but we're going to cut scenes to Woods. As you see the Harbinger enter the stage and start walking over, and even as he's talking, you start to feel angry and your blood starts to just pump and pump and the half moon choker is starting to heat up around your neck. You are starting to not be able to hear his words because all that's going through your head is your goddess's voice. No, no, liar. No, liar. It starts to become hard to breathe and you're more or less like hyperventilating as you're trying to hold something back, like a rage you're trying to hold in check. My fellow gods and goddesses, please join no. me on stage and give no. thanks to our hero of right. Ivana. He's a liar. No. Bear witness as I bestow my blessing upon mm -mm. him and honor his courage. One by one, the gods and goddesses appear, descending from the sky in like a golden flash. First is Ratita, the god of the sea. Second is Dirni, the goddess of the mountains. Third is Aroma, the god of the sky. And last is Solpelor, goddess of the sun. Veldana didn't decide to come for whatever reason, which is kind of surprising. Everyone's kind of wondering about that. But unfortunately, Woods, 
as these gods appear, you just become angrier and angrier. Vaso, you are now starting to smell kind of like a, a burning flesh scent. And you're starting to hear Woods kind of muttering to herself a little bit. In Woods, your blood is just starting to boil and your body's physically starting to shake. You reach up to touch your necklace and it burns your hand. And all you hear is, no, no, this can't be. And then almost at the same time as Solpelor showed up, the goddess that had shunned you or didn't come to you. As soon as you see that, you just start shaking more uncontrollably. Rage is just filling throughout your head. And the only thing that you hear in your head is murderer. That's what your goddess says. Murderer. And then Vaso, you hear Woods. It wasn't just in Woods' head. She just shouted, murderer. And you look over and you see that her body is starting to get engulfed in a blackish type of energy. The same energy that you saw the night you were attacked in your bed. So Vaso is going to uh, sidestep away <laughs> from this um, scary thing, and uh, <laughs> he's going to pull out his axe and just be ready in action. Everybody is now looking at Woods as she shouts out murderer, and they see this black, not fog, but energy kind of forcefully go around her, and then shooting out from her, she has unconsciously casted Rift Creation. What? So shooting out from her, a giant rift opens in the center of basically everybody. And Vasa, go ahead and roll a perception check. Uh, 16. So what happens? And you notice all this with your high roll because you kind of backed up, ready to action. So you got a nice view of everything. Woods shouts out murderer. She casts this Rift Creation, but it took all of her energy. And so she just collapses and you can tell that she's just unconscious. Like you can still kind of see her breathing a little bit, but you also notice that the voice that came out of woods wasn't just woods's voice. It was more, it was like deeper. It wasn't just woods, but it was woods and something else with that really high roll. Also, you notice that when the rift was open, the harbinger of creation kind of looked scared. Like he was kind of in pain. And he quickly fled the stage. Obviously, being surrounded by a bunch of members of the Order of Light, the rift is quickly closed and Woods is yet again arrested. <laughs> again. I, and now she's like, what's ha like, get, where's Damien? What is ha what's happening to me? You try to request Damien, but right now nobody feels safe allowing a higher order member being within your vicinity. And you are informed that Woods is going to be executed what? in three days' time for being a traitor to the Order of Light. Wait, I'm going to die? <laughs> um, I, what? Alas, the bod is needing a break. So I, your humble innkeeper, shall give a few announcements. Hey guys, it's Sam. 
I just wanted to take a quick moment and thank you so much for listening. If you hadn't had the opportunity yet, we really strongly encourage you to check out our website at caredresstales.com. You'll find links there for our Discord and our Instagram. Go ahead and follow us at at caredresstalesdnd. This is where we post a lot of funny in-studio videos and um, photos of us here. Thank you so, so much for following along on this journey. I cannot believe we're already knee deep in season two. Again, we really appreciate that you can do anything with your time and you're choosing to spend it with us. I hope you enjoy the show. Great. It appears the bard is back and ready to continue his tale. We are going to cut scenes completely to aboard a merchant ship, the Jacques. It is in Black Bay Harbor, and there is a captain walking back and forth on the deck. When a dwarven rogue approaches and says, Captain Brownden, I have found the savior, the person that saved your daughter, but it appears she's been sentenced to execution. What, what should we do? Well, then, I am afraid there is only one path forward. We must free her. Okay, I'll get with Kincaid. And we'll get the recovery team set up. Excellent. All right. How are you feeling, Woods? I'm emotionally <laughs> drained. Like me as the, I am emotionally drained right now. <laughs> I am so confused. I have like Sam the player is so confused. Woods is absolutely devastated. Like, first of all, she does not like it when people don't believe her. Like that is the worst. Is when you know a truth and people don't believe it is true. So she's like really struggling with that. And then she just turned to this thing. She feels like she blacked out a little bit. Like she doesn't even understand what's going on. And now again, she's arrested and she finds out she's going to be dead. And she just is just in a state of shock. Vaso, now that you know that Woods has been sentenced to execution in three days, what is Vaso thinking? He's doubting a little bit. I don't know. He, he, so like when, when he saw or when he heard the voice, it, it almost seemed like she uh, Woods was possessed. So that's kind of like he's got that in his head. Like, okay, do we need to like we need to look into that? Okay, and not you know not execute <laughs> Woods right away. <laughs> you had three days. Yeah, right. A lot of time. So much time. Um, <laughs> I feel like this is going to be the Vaso podcast for the next three days. <laughs> I know, right? I'm. Well, yeah. Ryan hasn't been involved. I know. <laughs> Um, so yeah, he's, um, he's definitely, I mean, he's definitely gonna go talk to some of, you know, people in the order, like, like, Hey, did you, it sounded like, you know, Woods was possessed and like, do, do we know anything about, you know, God's possessing, you know, people? Um, and he's going to ask people and do research on that. You wouldn't learn that gods will talk to people, but there hasn't really been situations where gods have possessed people. And even recently with Benson, the God of creation, the harbinger creation gave him some of his powers, but he didn't possess him. Hmm. That's what you'd put together. It's cool. I'm just going to be a level four God, (laughs) not a big deal. (laughs) Um, But that's what you're going to research for the next few days. Yeah. And he's going to talk to people like, like, Hey, like, (laughs) you know, pick, pick people's minds basically. And back aboard the Jacques, you find yourself in a war room quote unquote, and Klein, the dwarven rogue, approaches. Kincaid, what are your orders? How are we going to recover our asset? The way we always recover our assets, with force. With force? You think we can uh, successfully get 
her out with force? She's being held in a prison. Oh, we can. It's time to get Chad. All right, we'll go get him. Where would you like to meet? When is our operation going to commence? At nightfall. At nightfall. Darkness will be our ally. Perfect. This better not be your new character. (laughs) There's a lot of shrugging (laughs) happening. There's 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 a lot of of like. Yeah, like there's a lot of going on. We're we're just like, what is going on? I just feel like, honestly, though, the listeners at this point probably know more than we know because we we have still (laughs) not listen to our single player episodes yet that released today. Um, so yeah, which, so that's gotta be fun for the listeners to know more than we do. Cause we're honestly like, we're not metagaming. Like we don't know what's going on. All right. We are going to cut forward into the nightfall. Kincaid, Klein and Chad have rendezvoused off the docks and are making their way to the prison that is holding woods. Are you guys just following Chad as he's swinging away? Uh, I think we are first following Klein to stealthily get us there as much as possible. And then we're having Chad just scare the living crap out of the guards and using other forceful techniques. All right. So Klein is able to get you guys to the jail completely unnoticed. He's good at finding paths and picking his way through. Plus, it's a warehouse district, so it's not really that populated. However, he does say that there's one guard inside, that there's not a way around it. There's one door in, and then there's a guard station. But he's confident that we can either lift the keys from him, or I can pick the lock. Whichever you prefer, sir. I just go ahead and pick the lock. Okay. I trust your skills. So I'm going to have Chad distract the guard, and then I'll free our prisoner. I think Kincaid can cause a distraction elsewhere, like from the distance. Okay. He'll so, begin chanting, and then there's like a loud just bang. Okay. So that's We don't want to give our prime asset away just yet. Okay. A large bang is going to pull the guard out in front. And then as the guard is investigating what that sound was, you just see Klein sneakily slide in right behind him. Woods, you hear a very large bang, and you see the guard kind of stand up and leave the room or leave the building. And then as soon as he leaves, a rogue, a dwarven rogue, kind of slides in behind him. And he quickly just picks the first lock and walks straight to you. Okay. Melwood? Uh, yeah. We are here to rescue you. Would you kindly come with us? Um, And she's going to, like, look around and, like, yeah, let's go. Okay. And then he quickly picks the lock. He's like, unfortunately, we don't have time to collect your things because you're back in your prison uniform. Yeah. But I promise the captain will equip you. Do I have my necklace on? You reach up to grab your necklace and it is no longer there. However, you have now been branded with a little half moon circle of where that... uh, Kill. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Can she feel it? You can feel it. She like pauses for a minute and like looks like she wants to go get her necklace, but then feels this and goes, okay. All right. Go ahead and roll a stealth check as you are following Klein. He's going to pass because he's a dexterous rogue, but I'm going to change dice. I I got new dice and I don't like the way the first one was rolling. Ooh. What am I rolling? Stealth. Ooh. 22. So you and Klein are able to successfully navigate back out and you're not messing up the rogue and you're following him basically step for step. So you're not stepping on anything that's going to make noise and you're able to quickly escape out. When Klein brings you back, like you exit your cell, he leads you and you see first this really big humanoid barbarian with a huge axe and he looks very menacing, tattoos, piercings. Yeah. Just you don't want to mess with this guy. You kind of first glance by the guy standing next to him, but then you look again and 
he almost looks like a blue elf. Okay. And the more you look at him, he's his skin's like aquamarine colored. His hair you think is black, but it's actually like a very dark green color. Okay. But it's pulled back like Jon Snow, Geralt of Rivera. Yeah. Okay. Pulled back in that sort of a braid. He has a chainmail like vest on, but you can see on the back of his elbows there's looks like almost looks like fins coming <sighs> behind his elbows. The water elf. And then behind his thigh. And he introduces himself as Kincaid Botart, the second mate of Captain Brandon. We are here to rescue you because you rescued Captain Brandon's daughter the night of the Festival of Light. Oh. We found out you were going to be executed and we're here to save you. Oh my gosh. Thank you. That we we have to leave now. We have to are we where are you taking where are we going? We are going to our ship, the Jacques. It is not safe for you here. We Okay. We gotta get you out of here. Uh, okay. Klein, get us get us out of here. Meanwhile, at the same time, or maybe slightly beforehand, Faso, you find yourself in the Academy of Light, kind of wandering the grounds thinking, doing your research of can you be possessed by a god? And you spot Bonnie kind of acting a little bit strange. I'm gonna walk over to Bonnie and be like, Hey Bonnie, how you doing? Oh, uh, Faso. Uh hi. Uh sorry, I I'm just a little distracted, um, anxious, and she is very like twitchy and on edge right now. It's like, yeah, there's been a lot, lot going on these past few days. Um, just you know, just wanted to check in on you, see, see how you're doing. Yeah, I, it's been, it's been difficult. Um, make a perception check for me, Vaso. Um, uh, eighteen. Yeah, you notice that Bonnie is holding a leather bag behind her back. Hey, uh, hey, Bonnie, what's what's that you got holding? What what's that you have holding behind you? It's um, it's just a uh, okay, okay, Vaso. If I if I tell you something, if I tell you something, will you not tell anyone else? I think you're one of the only people I can trust. Um, uh, uh, okay, yeah. He's lying. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna hey, go help Woods escape. It's like I wish you hadn't told me that. I'm gonna pretend I didn't hear that, and then he's just gonna walk away. Oh, okay. We ne- we, I, I'm, Our I'm, relationship I'm, I'm, is so I'm gonna, complicated. I'm gonna be like, I we never had this conversation, and I'm just gonna walk away. Like you love me, you hate me, you love me. <laughs> no, it's, it's a love hate relationship. It clearly is a love hate relationship. As you as you turn away and you're walking away, she says. Faso, are you sure? She's she's my friend. I don't think I don't think she deserves to be where she is right now, and I don't I don't think you do either. Uh, I I don't know what to think. Okay, well, thank you for not. Okay, how how you how, how are you gonna? Well, how are you gonna I, how are you gonna break her out? Well, at I, least at least let me make sure your plan's gonna work. I went by Ashton's workshop and I found the bag that they prepared for. Woods and and something that they made for Nomis too. I was gonna grab it and grab some of. Well, I already grabbed some of mine and Woods's things from our room and put them in the bag of holding here. Um, honestly, I I hadn't fully thought it out. I just Woods is my friend, and I don't want to. I don't want her to die. Guys, I'm feeling so loved by one person <laughs> and these random pirates. <laughs> I I just I'm gonna go to the jail. I'm going to break her out and we're going to run. That's the plan. 
Where are you running to? I I don't know. Okay, let let's the okay. Look, the execution is not for another couple of days. Let's let's plan this out. All right. So <laughs> if you, I mean, if you just go there now, you're gonna get caught, and that's not gonna do anybody any good. So let's let's delay this. Let's let's actually plan it out. Let's scout out the prison, and then let's have a, a plan for afterwards. Okay. I just can we go now? No, I have a bad feeling, <sighs> and I think. I think if we're if we're gonna do this, we need all the information we can get. Not that that's what I'm saying. We need to wait. We need to wait and scout the prison. Actually, come up with a plan. Yeah. So can we, we don't we don't, can we, we don't can have we a go scout now, please. Okay. Sure. Okay. And Bonnie and you head toward the prison. So just like Klein, Bonnie is a rogue also, and you are able to. Follow Bonnie, and she's very good about not being seen. So you quickly move through the side streets out of view of everybody. And then as you're getting close to the prison, you turn the corner and you run into none other than Kincaid, Chad the Barbarian, Klein, and Woods as they are making their way back to the boat. Do I see them? Yeah, you guys ran into each other at the uh, corner. Ha! Hi! Oh, hi. hi. Are these friends of yours? They are, uh, um... Chad. Are they friends of mine? Yeah, we were going to come make a plan to get you out. They're friends of mine. And Woods, I, I brought you your your things. Oh, my gosh. And she hands you a leather bag. She's going to, like, rifle. Is this the, and she's, like, rifling through the bag. And, like, all of her stuff is, like, her teapot, all of her snacks, like, Woods, her Woods, we, we don't have time. Let's, Are these your friends? Yes, they're my friends. Can they come? If you want them to, but we have to you, go we now. Have, come. Just There's no us. time for questions. Just, we have to go. And like she's already running. So just, just follow us. And I'm Kincaid, Chad, and Clint. They're not waiting for you. Yeah, I'm, I'm following you. They're Well, they're waiting for Woods. But yeah. whoever yeah, your friends are, they they don't care. Yeah, like, no, I'm, you're, I'm like. You were their mission. Yeah. I'm, they are going. I'm in tow and I'm, I'm hoping my friends are going to follow me. It's like, well, okay, you, you got to go, but I, I'll, I'll stay behind because, you know, we need somebody on the inside. There's something just, going on. Just come and you can come back. If I disappear, then they're going to ask questions. Just for an hour. Guys, we, she, like, we don't have time. She's like running as she's saying this. Yeah, you guys are, are moving through the streets quietly. At one point, though, Kincaid, you round a corner and you find yourself face to face with someone in order of light robes. And this person is a tortle, and they are alarmed to see you at first. And they say, hello, who are you? Can I help you? Uh, no, you can't, actually. And he's, Kincaid's just, Deep running. we got to move. Yeah, Climb. so as you move on past him, he's uh, alarmed for a second until he sees the rest of the group that is with you behind you. And he relaxes and says, Woods, Bonnie, Vasso, what are, where, where are you? Hey, Quentin, um, I think, I think I need to, I think I need to go with Woods and Vasso. We're, we're getting Woods out of here and I, I just can't, I can't lose my only friend. Not that you're not my friend too, but you're my squad mate and that's, that's different. I, I need to go with them though. Kincaid gives Chad a signal for him to get his axe ready. And he's going to look to Bonnie and say, if this person can't be trusted, he will be dealt with. 
No, he can't, he can't it's give okay. away. We can, no, what's going to happen? I'm like, no, 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 no. And like put her arms on like Chad and, be, and like, like no, no, Chad, he's my friend. And then she's going to like look, turn around and, and look at Quentin like, he's my friend, right? And Quentin is now, all eyes are on Quentin at this point, And he makes eye contact with Bonnie and says, Bonnie, I don't know about anyone else here, but I trust you. And if you think this is the right move, then you should go. And I will do my best to make sure you get out of here unharmed. And was this going to be like, like, thank you. And like touch his, like his arm. And then she's going to just continue running. And like, does she have a hood? Like I'm figuring like, she's like hood up, like really just trying to be as stealthy as possible. Sure. Uh, everybody make a perception check for me. Even Kincaid. Even Kincaid. Even Kincaid. I don't have. A- <laughs> Just roll a d20. We'll just use a 20 for now. Uh, 12 for Masu. Uh, I get a plus four and I have 15. a 17. So what is that? 21. 21. And you probably got probably around a 20, I would imagine, with your modifiers. So what's. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. And uh, Vasa, you said 12. Yep. All right. So all three of you notice that Bonnie hangs around for a second for an extra goodbye with Quentin and. Uh, Woods, you actually hear him say, here, take this so we can keep in touch. And he passes something to her. Uh, all, all three of you see him pass something to her and then she runs and catches up with you. Kincaid is going to look at Klein and say, remember him. If we get caught, he's our next mission. Okay. And then we got to go. Yeah. You guys are able to make it to the docks just outside the Jacques, and you're getting ready to get on board, but I think Vaso is still undecided. At this point, Kincaid, you are comfortable that you've completed your mission, and it's a safe place. You can easily get on board, and you guys kind of know the dock really well, so you know it's a safe spot for you at this point. So the pressure to get out of the city is gone. But you guys find yourselves on the docks. You haven't quite boarded yet, because we need to see who's actually boarding. Um... Vaso, I don't, I know, I know what I'm going to ask you is going to be a lot because I understand what you were brought here to do. But I, I think Nomis is alive. I didn't kill him and I want to go find some answers. And I would, I would like my friend to help me do that. And I would love it if you came with me. Yeah. Vaso is like, He's torn. <laughs> He's so torn. So the decision for Vaso, I feel like, is do you go with Woods, yep. your teammate, and become a fugitive of the Order of Light? Mm-hmm. Or do you stay with the Order of Light with your uncle yeah. and lose Woods? What I was thinking was I hope find Nomis from the inside. I mean, you need ears on the inside. If they get intel on you, where you are, I can somehow let you know. I just, I feel like you're attached to me already and they're just going to figure it out and they're going to put you in a cell and you're not going to be able to do anything. They have it out for me for some reason, probably because I burst into a big black flame and opened a freaking rift. Yeah. What was that about? I have the slightest. That is on the list of things that I need to figure out over the next few weeks. And I just, I feel like, I think at the end of this, if you come with me, Benson will understand and he'll be here when you get back because I don't think Benson is a part of the problem, but I don't think I can do this without you. 
Can I roll persuasion? Sure. If you guys want to do your dice rolls. Ooh, natty 20. <laughs> natty 20. Uh, Plus three. <laughs> All right. So he's going. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, with D&D. that roll, I can't. Yeah. I mean, oh, with I that roll, like, I can't. That's what D&D is for. Use the yeah. dice if it's at a crossroads. I love it. Move the story forward. She's going to, like, at that, she's going to literally, like, jump and hug him. Like, just, just promise me one thing. Stop shooting me with those bone arrows. She And she's going to be like, and she, like, digs through the bag, the bag of holding, and she's like, did he put it in here? And she pulls out a rubber plunger arrow. <laughs> And she's like, look, look what I have. So when you're an arse, I can I'm, just. I'm immediately regretting this decision. <laughs> Come on. And she's going to like put her arm around his neck. And then they're going to look at Bonnie. And she's going to be like, what do you say, friend? Are you in? Uh, yeah, I'm in. Okay. You, um, let's get on the boat. I'm hungry. You sense a figure behind you and it's Kincaid. And he says, I'm glad you torchies figured this out. And he looks at Woods and says, I'm glad your friend willingly came on this ship because if not, we were going to force him on the ship. <laughs> Based on what I saw, I don't know if I can trust him not to tell where you went. So we can trust him, and she like gives him a little wink as you as you say. Okay, let's get on the ship and meet Captain Brandon. Okay, so the six of you walk up the plank onto the ship where Captain Brandon is waiting to greet you guys. Welcome aboard the Jacques. I am Captain Brandon. It is a pleasure to have you aboard. Um, cool. Thank you for saving my life. It is I who needs to be thanking you for saving my daughter. Crew, prepare to set sail before we are discovered. Kincaid's going to approach Captain Brandon and say, uh, I think Woods was well worth the mission. I'm not so sure about these other torchies. And you hear him like correct himself, torchies. And he like shakes his head. Hmm. I do trust your judgment, Kincaid. Keep an eye on them. Aye, aye, Captain. I mean, yes, sir. (laughs) And he, like, shakes his head and, like, just stammers off. And so the curtain falls with Melwood Del Rey and Vasso Stern standing aboard the Jacques, watching the city of Black Bay Harbor fade into the distance. Woods had started her journey to Black Bay Harbor in the hopes of finding a new family and finding meaning in her life. Vasso joined the order to protect those around him, to grow stronger, and to be dependable. But now they find themselves fugitives of the Order of Light, saddened with the loss of a loved one. As our adventurers stand, gazing out at the ocean, they feel a firm hand on their shoulders, as their new fellow, Kincaid the Triton, stands tall alongside them. Perhaps there is hope for our adventurers yet. So the bard's tale has come to a close. Ah, what a splendid crowd you have been. We hope, we hope we'll see you again at Carriage Rest Inn. Wow, what a season. Hey guys, this is Sam and I play Woods. I just wanted to thank you so much for sticking around for our first season of Care Dress Tales. A huge thank you to our DMs, Mike and John. Mike, for creating this world that we adventure through and all the countless hours of editing. John, for bringing all of the various NPCs to life and all the crazy voices and all the laughs that we've had along the way. To Nick and Ryan, thank you so much for just consistently showing up, 
ready to play and just bringing life to both Vaso and Nomis. But most of all, we want to thank you, the listeners. We are so grateful that you choose to spend your time with us. You choose to spend your time listening to the story and the adventure that we have created. We hope that you've enjoyed season one, and we are really looking forward to continuing our adventure in season two. Season two will drop on March 8th, so please stick it on your calendar, put a reminder in your phone, or turn those notifications on. In the meantime, keep up with us on social. Pop over to our website, caradresstales.com, where you can find links to our Instagram and our Discord. And always, please rate and review us on your favorite platform. This is really how we get our podcast into more listeners just like you. Guys, again, thank you so, so much for just sticking around. And we hope to see you in season two. Thanks.